Welcome to the Sideline Podcast. What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Uh, well, we can't do trivia this week. That's what's going on. No. I uh, promised that last week, but I've been sick all week and there's been some shit going on, so haven't been able to work that out for this week. But next week... We also haven't got enough back. questions together. Yeah. yeah. We're, still trying, to, a lot of we're questions. still trying to rack them in. Yeah. But, uh, so, so promise that for next week. But when but we are doing it, who are the two people that can, who have donated that can do it? Uh, well, One double minute. shout out. One Gavin Johnson. Harry and Gav Harry are the only Gav. two people. But get in the Patreon, you can have a chance of uh, winning. We're not sure what the prize is yet, but it'll be a pretty good prize. Yeah. Because oh, it's going to be a long competition. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, NBA Rookie of the Year heated up just over the past week, basically, because uh, up until then, it was pretty much looking like Luka Doncic had it in the bag. But uh, uh, Trey Young has been averaging nearly 35 points a game this, in the last yeah. week. He's, he's looked good, hasn't he? Yeah. So, Luca, this is just for the whole season. Luca's stat line is uh, 21 points a game, 7 rebounds and 5 assists. And Trey Young's 18 points a game, 3 rebounds and 8 assists. Obviously, they play different positions and they're different heights and whatever. So, rebounding and yeah. assists sort of... And, like, you, you know, in size comparison, obviously, Luca's the bigger fella. Yeah, and he's obviously going to get more rebounds because of that. Um, but... Still, if Trey Young keeps going the way he's going, he could easily, easily be considered. I think at the moment, still, it's still Luca. In my opinion, I think he may have just left it too little, too late. I think it, you saw what happened last year between Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell left his run way too late to sort of contend for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, I think this is the same situation. Ben, Sim- I'm not sorry. Trey Young has maybe left his case to be Rookie of the Year a little bit late. Obviously, yeah. he's having an unreal season for a rookie. Don't get me wrong, but I think Luka Doncic has just had a season that is um, just unreal. Probably up yeah. there with some of the like the likes of a LeBron or someone who in their rookie year. Probably, yeah. yeah, he's looked really good. Yeah. So, if you could pick uh, one of the two to have into your team going into the future, who would you rather have? At this point in time, I'd have probably I'd stick with Luka Doncic. Especially in your team, anyway, because you're a Charlotte fan, so well, um, you've already got Kemba, so yeah. you don't well, want another trip. The problem you don't is, Kemba young. may probably leave. Well, so if Kemba leaves, who would you rather? I'd still still Doncic. Yeah, yeah. you just playing point Doncic, The thing is, Doncic <laughs> can play. Oh, besides Santa, Doncic can play just about anywhere. He's got yeah. that size. He's got that. He's got that dribble about him. He's a really good shooter. Yeah. Um, he brings a lot to the team. Trey Young's a bloody good player, but I think Luka Doncic is just yeah. He's, yeah. he's looking like the complete play. And when Paul Zingas comes back for Dallas, next season they'll completely reset. And, I think, they, and I think they'll look good for maybe a, a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah, Have good. you two seen much of uh, Doncic and Trey Young? I saw Trey Young in the skills contest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And Doncic in the rookie game? Yeah, uh, I didn't see the rookie game, though. No. Oh, yeah. I, I watched the yeah. rookie game. Yeah. He was pretty good. He is. He hit his throws. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's a good player. He's pretty much good at everything um, all around. Pretty mm-hmm. all-around player. So you reckon there's no one else that could contend for the rookie of the year? Well, if they 
if there is, they'd have to make a massive case for it like Alonso pretty ball quickly. Is he, is he, he, he doesn't count. He's had a full season already. But um, would want to. Yeah. No. Yeah. So just it's just first year players. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um. So like the other people that could possibly contend, they're not really going to. But DeAndre Ayton, uh, Bagley, Jaron Jackson. Jaron so. Jackson's probably one of the players that I didn't expect to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's playing really well. Um, Obviously not not in contention, but he's playing yeah. really, really yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. For any of those other guys to be in contention, they'd have to like seriously start putting up some like crazy, crazy games. Wendell, one that I like is Wendell Carter. Yeah, he's playing pretty well. He's a beast on defense. Yeah. Yeah, especially at like what is he six nine he's, at centre? Yeah, he's one yeah. of the shortest. So he's undersi- oh, massively undersized. One of the shortest centres by a country mile. He's, yeah, but he's got a really good wingspan. Yeah, no, he's a good player. Wingspan, so he's that makes up for his height. He's, yeah, he's more of a like power forward size he's player. Athletic. But he's yeah, he's, he's athletic. Super That's athletic. What, it's like a Ben Wallace. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. All right, moving on to uh, your forte now, Tom. Mm, big controversy uh, in the yep. UFC. Yeah, uh, this weekend. What happened? Well, basically, you've got uh, Ben Askren coming in 18-0. and 0. Uh, He's considered uh, the best fighter to not be in the UFC ever, and he finally made his debut the, uh, last weekend. And it ended in controversy. I don't know if you boys saw the clip. Nah, I did. Yeah, so Askren, he started off the fight pretty terribly. He got dropped. He, was, uh, he, got, well, he got taken down. He basically dropped on his quick. head. You know, taking shots. And somehow... So he, many shots. Somehow he made it back up to his feet, sort of. Yeah. And he uh, got, you know, you got Robbie Lawler in a bit of a headlock. Yeah. And uh, Lawler's arm dropped. Yeah, that was what that was what made the ref go, oh, shit. Yeah, the, basically the ref stopped it without It was a hard job. It was a hard, it was a hard thing to, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was so obvious that he wasn't knocked out, you know? Yeah. I, when I was watching it live, I said, oh, he's out. Stop it. Yeah, so exactly. So Herb stops it. And as soon as he stopped it, Lawler stood up and said, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm not out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he lost the fight. To submission, but he didn't tap, and he was still conscious. Yeah. The question I've got, though, is if he... So, let's say he didn't stop it, and then um, Askren kept the lock in the whole time. Yeah. Do you reckon he would have been knocked out anyway? Well, that's the thing. Lawler said that he didn't have it under his chin. He said that Askren had it over his two ears. So, when Herb Dean was yelling out, are you okay, are you okay, he said, I couldn't. I could barely hear him. I couldn't hear him. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But then Askren said... That uh, he didn't have it over his ears and he could hear him. Yeah. So it's kind of a you who, who you're gonna believe either or. It like, was it was it I was hard. Think, I don't think it was. Obvious. I don't think it was under the chin. I don't think he was gonna go out. I think it was a bad stoppage. But at the time, that's in hindsight. At the time, yeah, I exactly. Out, watching it live, I'm like, oh my god, he's out. Yeah, so you can imagine where the ref was, especially with seeing the hand oh, yeah. drop. And, and like, Herb Herb knows what he's doing. He's a black belt in jujitsu. He can he can see what's going on. But this one was just, it's a. One of the big fights of the year. Yeah. And a lot of pressure's on him and he just stopped the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was a I don't think it was that bad of a call from the ref. No. Because it was it was hard to tell. It was just one of those things, you know. And you're in the moment too. You've got to you've yeah. got to a lot of people jumped on him though. Yeah. Saying that's a terrible yeah, you, call. You've got a split second yeah. to make these decisions and you're literally but, you don't know the state of the fighter. You you're Yeah. Like he could be out and if you keep his arm, going on. his arm went limp and like exactly. he was out. Like, yeah. If your arm goes limp, like you think straight away, you've got to stop it. Yeah. Like, why no, why yeah. did his arm go limp though? Well, because like, he said, well, afterwards he said that he he wasn't feeling like the choke was on, so he was just going to wait it out and let Askren burn his arms out, so he just dropped his arm. 
I was just going to wait there, which what, is... What round did this occur? First round. Oh, it was very shit. pretty early into the first round, actually. Mm, far yeah. And then he kind of recovered with a bit of a thumbs up, but Herb was already moving to stop it. Like, he didn't see that. His oh, okay. arm dropped, yeah, okay. and then he kind of moved it to give the thumbs up, but it was already stopped. So what, yeah. what what's the UFC saying about it, like, with Herb? Well, they had... I think it was one of the guys who... Uh, is, at the top of the commission in Nevada and he was saying that yeah. Herb made the right call Herb mm. everyone saw well, yeah. Lawler's arm drop he made the right call basically yeah and well, it, well not the right he didn't make the right call but it's you can't you know it was all of it's fair, in, as you said before it's it all in hindsight call. it's all in hindsight like you can't yeah. in the middle of, like even like you said you you were watching it and you thought he's out so yeah. look you gotta protect these guys too definitely like. and if, if someone's choked out I mean that's an oxygen cut off to the brain, and that's yeah, just, that's it's not it's very dangerous. If you idea. go like ten seconds, you can get serious damage. Yeah, yeah. How would you avoid this type of call in the future? Say future fights. Well, like, I think fighters definitely shouldn't. I'm not saying Lawler was acting out. I'm definitely saying they should be more active, or maybe be more active to show a thumbs up. Yeah. Or that they're okay. Yeah. Just be more aware of how you're looking to the referee. Has this happened before in any other? Yeah, fight? it's happened. It's happened before where. Uh, fighters they the ref thinks they're out and they'll stop the fight even though they haven't tapped and then yeah. as soon as they stop the fight they'll get up and be like hey i wasn't out yeah that's and that's the other thing like and we can't essentially as much yeah. as like law's a good guy or whatever like we can't trust him exactly because obviously yeah. he's in a position where he's going to say oh i wasn't out anyway yeah. mm. <laughs> like no matter what he's going to be like oh okay and i wasn't out <laughs> it has happened once where the fighter stood up and then the referee said, oh, you weren't out and then he restarted the fight and the guy... Had to, oh, really? And the guy who first he submitted him, he had to sit him in twice and he won the fight still. Oh, I feel but, like that's not bad. Cause no, like, they definitely don't do that anymore. Do Once that? it's over, oh. it's over. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's kind of, Yeah, because I was thinking just then, I was like, thinking of like the VAR yeah. <laughs> conversation yeah, and then it's like, but you couldn't just restart the fight and then they're just all like, yeah. like Doesn't give the, give the other person some yeah, time yeah. to recover. It, there's a lot of, con- Cause it's different such a states game. have different things like that. Yeah. Oh um, really? Yeah. So some of them will actually allow the, uh, to change the referee's call after a decision has been made. Yeah. Whether there's like an illegal knee or something. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit different, but it's like, yeah. Cause it's, 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 it's a sport where like. If you like, if you're wearing your opponent down, mm. and then you get them out, and then they are allowed to recover while the referee's like yeah. restarting the yeah. thing, it could yeah. be huge, and it could completely change the mm. fight. I oh. feel like if they wanted to make more money, they could do like a rematch fight. <laughs> yeah, just do it on a different day, yeah. and they've both yeah. recovered. I'd, well, they do. They, they, they do. do have. They know, do they, have rematches. But yeah. for that that fight, they make the decision like even, so that it pretty much counted that. What's called? They, no one draw. won, no one lost. Yeah, yeah. a draw. Well, they've so, done that. Yeah. So yeah. So they call it. Like even just say, even yeah. just have it as a postponed fight. Yeah, exactly. Just have it yeah. as that because yeah. of the way it ended. So yeah, mm. yeah. But no, I wouldn't say you would do that with that fight. Like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't that much of a hell that you could do that. Oh, no, okay. but what he can do is he can go to the commission and they can review it. And so it's not a loss on his record. They'll turn it into a no contest. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But that's yeah. if they that's if they say yeah it was the ref's fault and you were. But yeah, it would have to be saying, a, yeah. The it would have to be hell, yeah. Like it would have to be completely wrong decision. Not. I think he could get the no contest, but oh. d- but you we'll said see. the commissioner Maybe. agreed with the call. He said it was a good call. I d- yeah. Well, he didn't really say. It. He said that Herb is a super experienced referee, oh, okay. and that he make he's going to make whatever call he makes based on what he sees. And uh-huh. he wasn't. He didn't want to jump on uh, okay. Herb Dean's back like everyone else. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, because oh, well. you don't want to you don't want to be against your own ref. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What about John Jones? 
Yeah, well, yeah. he did pop positive for drugs again before that yeah, fight. Well, which is no surprise because the, the, he's got these picograms, these tiny little traces of this yeah. long-term metabolite in his system that's never going to go away. Oh, like what's he? Yeah, what mean? And that it's it's going to keep popping him for you know PEDs, and he's going to keep fighting. I don't know what they're going to do about it. Well, it's like the, that's the thing. I think the UFC. My problem with the UFC is that they're so. I don't know if I'd say lenient with John Jones. It's, it's maybe it's, it's like they're definitely way more lenient with him than any yeah, other fighter. Yeah, they're, they're very much. It's like they're fa- it's a Well, they're money hungry. Yeah, but the thing is, though, you got to put money to the side, and you got to realize, like, this dude's doing the wrong thing. Exactly. Well, every single fight, he there's always something happening with him. Yeah. Whether yeah, whether it be you know him getting caught PEDs. He did throw a. a he threw in an illegal knee in that fight as well. On the I weekend. heard about that. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he's just full of controversy well, and he can't escape. Like he, something needs to happen with John Jones. Like Dana White needs to sit down and say, you need to clean your act up or else we're going to throw you out. You can go fight in Bellator, we don't care. We, well, they would care because that would give their rival a bunch of publicity. Yeah, well, it's either way, just kick him out. That's what nah. I think. They should just get rid of him. No, nah, because the, the commissions have convinced... Well, Dana White is convinced that John is not cheating anymore. He hasn't been cheating for a while. That this tiny amount, they've said it doesn't show any signs of re-ingestion or any performance-enhancing benefit. That's how small it is. I don't believe it. And Dana fully believes that. Well, he says he does. So, yeah, I, yeah. they're not going to do anything. They're just going to keep him in. Yeah. Let him keep going. Oh, That's about it on that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the Champions League. This uh, this week's been pretty big. Bit of a roller coaster. Just- Massive. Um, firstly, Rob's fist pumping, but firstly, we'll talk about <laughs> Real Madrid. Um, Unbelievable. Real Madrid knocked out. Oh. First season with VAR and Madrid are out of all comps by March. It's the Re- Ronaldo effect. Yeah, so that's that's what I was thinking. So do you think it's... Well, obviously, Ronaldo has a massive part to play, but I also... As much as it's just a, it's a, it's a pretty salty view that I've got because of the, because because of how they beat us last year, oh. but I do think that Real Madrid over the past like, you know, ten years have been favoured by the refs in terms of like split decision things in games where like that Ramos shit on Salah was ridiculous. That was almost that was UFC like. Yeah. So. I don't know how. They're, they're, he didn't even get a yellow card for they're, that. They're basically they've been UEFA's love child for so long. Mm. And they've been favoured by a country mile by them. So to see them crash out like this is is a good thing. Yeah. Even back in 2013 when we played them in the Champions League, I don't think you guys remember this, but when Nani, we it was we had the advantage at the time. We would have gone through. Nani gets a red card for something that it shouldn't have been a red card and the t- tie is turned. So yeah. that's, that's where my, I guess, dislike for them and the fact that the UEFA's love child stem from. Yeah, oh, and Sergio Ramos doesn't help. Yeah. Oh, He's a terrible person. How about how about he thought they were going to go through the quarters, so he decided, you know, I want to reset yep. my yellow card count. Exactly. Get a, get a, purposely get a yellow card Ridiculous. to get banned from that game so he can play the next one, and now he doesn't get to play the next one because they're not in it. So that's just well, perfect. Oh, well, I mean, that's his fault. I loved his... He, he had people... Wouldn't have changed anything anyway. He had people filming him for his documentary, watching the game too. Yeah, so I, I can't wait to oh, see. His, can't wait to see his because they'll be on Amazon Prime, so I've got that, so I can watch yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I'll be good to see his reaction. Who gives a shit about? Why are they making a documentary about him? He loves He's himself. A flog. He loves himself. 
That's why. But I'll still watch it anyway. Most carded player in history. Like, that is not a stat that you want. Slash dirtiest <laughs> player in history, too. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. He purposely took out our best player. Like, and, like, he was happy. Like, I'm pretty sure that he knew that he was he should have been carded, but he didn't. So, I don't know I don't know how he got away with that. Yeah. It was oh, kind of ridiculous. That was, yeah, that was the turning point of the cha- the final, too, so. Oh, easily. Country easily. But, um. Liverpool without Salah last year, like, maybe not as much this year, but Liverpool without Salah last year is basically, like, Everton. <laughs> It was he's, he was such a massive part of our team last year. He scored like he scored fifty goals for mm. God's sake. So, you know, yeah, taking well, him out was pretty big, massive. Now, uh, this morning, PSG Man United last week, Rob, I asked you, do you think uh, Man U can come back? I said we'd lose four nil. four nil. And now, uh, so PSG Man United three one win to Man U. Amazing in Paris. I um I'm in shock. Yeah. Um. Obviously, maybe the Kimpembe handball was a bit unlucky, but either way, I thought we played out of our skins and we still deserved it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Um, PSG shouldn't have been in that position. I was I was shaking when Rashford stood. Yeah. To take that penalty, I didn't know if he was going to score or not. Yeah. What did you guys think of the game? I think PSG. From I only watched the highlights, but from what I saw, it was pretty lazy defending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that first goal is just, wake up, mate. What are you doing? He was passing back, back like yeah. he just knew his defenders was going to be there or something like that. Yeah. And Lukaku capitalized and fair goal for Men United. Hmm. Yeah. I've always heard Lukaku was fat and slow and then watching the highlights, <laughs> I was just like, wow, he's got pace, but it, just, it was just lazy defending. Yeah, also literally thought, PSG made him look fast. I yeah. also thought that first PSG goal was an offside. It yeah. was touch and go. Well, because it didn't matter in the end, but yeah. It didn't matter yeah. in the end, but... It was touch and go, I mean, but I mean... Well, to be fair, if that didn't count, then Man United would have won before the penalty. Yeah. Exactly. So, have, the game was just well played by Man U and a poor performance by PSG. Oh, well, no, I mean, you wouldn't have won. Simple as that. I know that you wouldn't have won, but it would have been taken to extra time because it would have been 2-0, oh, 2-0. Yeah. Shit. But, yeah. Either way, um, if, even if it went to extra time, I think that you guys would have won. Yeah. I think PSG, it's it's that sporting cliche when you go in so, I guess you can say... Confident. Like you're, you're expecting to win either way. Like, you laid back. Was, they looked laid back out there. They th- looked like yeah. they thought, yep quarters here we come and that's just you know the whole club's mentality just, that's though. just the beauty of complacency and that's that can be applied to any single sport right mm. now and that's yeah i think they just looked so complacent they looked like they were through i think that's always what they do mm. every well, every single year they barcelona yeah that? exactly that's what i mean they they I, I they have not made a semi-final since they were overtaken by that emirates emirates yeah and so, so they, the amount of money they've spent over those years is, uh, it'd be number one. It's ridiculous because both the Emiratis, or the, basically the people, the people from Dubai, yeah, and people from Qatar both have joint ownership, and that's mm. two very rich group of people, massively so rich. That's like that money getting injected into them is ridiculous. So yeah, you got to. They're going to have to go back to the drawing board. The only thing the they've got to show for it as well is just League One bloody Farmers League Yeah, titles. but that's, that's like a, a given. You, yeah, that's what win. I mean. It's just a Farmers League. Every year, shit. yeah. They're going to win it by 20 points or so. If they didn't win that league, it, it'd be... 
a big problem for the amount of money well, that they spend. Look what happened when they lost the Monaco. They had to go in, go afterwards exactly. and buy Neymar. Yeah, and, they, and look at that stunt of them. Nothing. Exactly. Like, they're winning the league, they'll but go who cares? By, They'll go by someone else. They'll probably try and go for Hazard. Well, Neymar like, wants to leave now again. Well, I reckon... Obviously, there's no rumours about it, but you'd have to think that PSG would have to look into maybe trying and getting a move for Hazard, who's not happy at Chelsea right now, even though he's being linked to Madrid. It's got to be. It's got to be something else, though. It can't just be. You know, you can't just keep bringing in players and you know recycling players over and over and over again because that's what. It's clearly not is, working. Is Thomas Tuchel even that good of a manager? But I don't. I'm not sure if it's the, about the manager. I think it's just about the, like the culture of the club. Like it's literally just. I was going to say. I was about to a, say as well the club culture. It's just like feeding money into like nothing, because they're just going over like, and over and over again, and it's there's no heart. Like I, the fans are actually quite passionate yeah, they fans. Are. They are, but just the club is just shit. It's like they've all the all the players have just been handed something on a silver plate and with a silver spoon, and they it's sort of like everything's given to them. Yeah, well, they probably they, I reckon they go in with the mentality that they don't need to work hard for anything. They've got the talent. It's all on, all there on show, so yeah. it will all be shown on the pitch. Reminds me of uh, not maybe not maybe not as much of this season and last season, but GWS with their first round draft picks, yeah. thinking they're you know top shit, running around thinking everything's going to work out for them. Well, that's another case of a, probably a team that got complacent in in the prelim final and yeah. thought they. Well, that whole that whole year, anyone who played the dogs was complacent. Yeah. <laughs> well, we 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 uh, almost beat you guys, so we weren't complacent. What, during the season? Yeah. Yeah, but who cares? That was back when when (laughs) we were... Why does that matter? That was back when we were average. West Coast were complacent. Hawthorne were complacent. Carlton most definitely definitely were not complacent. (laughs) What, when we played during the season? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's what I just said. A good example of complacency was Collingwood going five goals up in the ground. Do you reckon Sydney were complacent, though? No. No. No way. They knew that this is a bloody good team. Yeah. After Basically, the, yeah, if if you were if you were complacent after the first three rounds of the, of those finals, watching us, you you're you're mental. And you're you're think, an arrogant club. I don't even think Hawthorne were complacent. They just looked shot. They looked like yeah. A team that I think just, that was just the year that they decided that, that they might half, be they yeah, might have lost it. That back <laughs> half of the year when they crashed out to you guys in the semis, they just they didn't they didn't look like a team that would go on and win four in a row. No. So I was happy about that. Anyway, all right. Now um, we're moving on to the uh, segment that everyone loves. I'll run the intro. The reason he made the mistake, he shouldn't have been on the pitch in the first place. This is knackered. What is going on at this club? Do you know what I mean? My fifteen-year-old son could do better than that. Fuck off, you, you fat, useless sack of fucking Yankee Danky doodle shite. Newcastle have lost one nil to Sunderland for the fifth time. In a row, five times, five fucking times, John Carver comes out before the game. He says, we're going to show effort and enthusiasm. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? That was a bunch of suckless, overpaid cunts who never even get up for the one game of fucking year that will give a shit about. You know what really grinds my gears? Boys, you know what grinds my gears? Mm. A nil all draw to Everton. We dropped a second on the ladder. And suddenly... Suddenly, all the fans in the league are all over us. You know what? I'll cop it from Man United because they're, they're one of the most successful clubs of all time. City fans, fair enough, because they're now on top of the table. But when you cop it from a team like Everton, who have not been anywhere near the top of the table for their whole history, basically, they are the shittest fucking club in the league. It's just... it's just it's, When you get teased by Everton for coming second and not winning the title, it's like getting teased 
by a homeless man for losing your ho- for losing your house keys. <laughs> it's like it's it's ridiculous, and I'm I'm sick of it because as much as you know they can say whatever they want to say, it's just bullshit because they are one of the worst teams the Premier League has ever seen. And that's it. <laughs> well, lay off them a bit, Jack. <laughs> Don't go that hard on them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fuck him. Jack just put a, <laughs> Jack just put a bounty on his head for Everton fans. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah, well, that, yeah. well, they're piping up in the wrong place. That's what they're doing, mate. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Moving on. Moving Ooh. on. K-Dog. K-Dog? K-Dog? Oh, yeah. So this week recently, the NRL players have been called out by a few, I think, a few allegations by women releasing their sex tapes. And oh. a lot of players have come out say, and uh, with drug allegations and... Drug allegations. <laughs> Dude, they're all over yeah, the shit, those players. Well, basically, there's been... Basically, there are a bunch of flogs being recent, exposed. Recent months, there's been sex tapes, drug allegations, violence and abuse against women coming out against NRL players. And I'm just going to put it out here for you boys. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't news. This yeah. is like... This is just reoccurring. Yeah. Um, NRL players have a really bad rep. Um, compared to the likes of the AFL players, when it comes to and I'm not saying AFL players are angels, they they've done some pretty whack stuff too in the past. But NRL players, they've it's like I don't know, they're always in the spotlight for doing something wrong, whether it be those three things that didn't, I said. Didn't one of them do something to a dog? That was a couple of years. Really? Back. A couple of years yeah. ago, yeah. Couple, sexual assault on a couple dog. Years, what the couple fuck? years back. Oh, yeah. um, the guy, a player at the Sydney. What happened to Sydney Ro- No, sorry. When he was at the Sydney Roosters, Mitchell Pierce, he um, did sexual lewd acts on a dog, and it was actually filmed. Yeah. Jesus. And he ended and up. What happened? Getting well, suspended for eight weeks. Or only so. suspended. Yeah, eight weeks. Well, I don't know. I'm no, sure no legal action. Yeah, no, no there probably is, but no, it was no legal action. It was. Suspended for what? They didn't take the dog away from him. It wasn't his. It wasn't even his dog. It was a friend's dog. Friend's girlfriend's dog, actually. That's the that's the um, example of you know celebrities Um, getting away with shit that yeah. NRL players essentially like sports people like when they get when they do something wrong suddenly it's you know okay slap on the wrist yeah suspension from your from your club like oh shit done (laughs) but any other person would get you know. Close to jail time well, for that. Couple years definitely ago, for touching a dog. A couple years ago, there was... Well, inappropriate. There was a couple years ago, a player that just, I think, pr- pretty much just touched a waitress on the ass at a restaurant. Yeah. So they... This isn't this isn't a first off for them. They they are, out of all the leagues that we have in Australia, the players in the NRL are probably... have the worst rep, reputation. They yeah. definitely hold themselves to a lower standard than footy players. Yeah. Or at least that's what we see well, in the public eye. Like I said, <laughs> AFL players aren't angels either. Yeah. I mean, they're... Especially not at the moment. Well, Jack Watts, yeah. I don't think, would be up there as a... Uh, but it does seem model. the majority of them hold themselves to a higher Oh, yeah, no, they, they have a much higher standard. Yeah. I think it's... What do we reckon? Do, do we think maybe it comes down to NRL clubs not sort of keeping a keener eye on what they do outside of well them. I think I think it's a, I think it's pretty similar with the AFL and the NRL there needs to be tighter rules around what players are allowed to do in the yeah. off season because as much as you know they're not maybe not playing for their club at the time they're still representing the club they're still representing the league they're still role models for every exactly. you know these kid are, yeah and these players that are getting in trouble are the best players in the club and these are the ones that the kids are going to look up to and if 
this sort of stuff happens, how do you think the kid who loves this player is going to see it? Yeah, I well, yeah. I I know they do this in footy. They have public relations training where new new kids will come into the team and they'll teach them all about the media and how to present themselves in the AFL. Yeah, I don't know if they do that in the NRL. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Okay. They would. It's not it working. It's, it's not working for AFL either. I think it's down to really. the PR train. I guess. I, well, then it's it comes down to individuals, really. Yeah, like individuals. Because but also, I think it's just coming out more now because of like social media. Yeah. And like how quickly things can spread now. Because in the old days, like if you did something wrong on the, you know, on, in the in the off season then or it's just whatever, rumors. it's just rumors. Like you have no proof. But if people start videoing things, like Jack Watts's mates. <laughs> They're terrible people. Yeah. The amount of shit that they've released of him, like, mm. someone has to have spread that. Like, yeah. someone has yeah. to start, yeah. like, they've filmed him and he knows they're filming him, but he's just put the, his trust in them to not spread it around. They yeah. have. Yeah. So, like, just the, how quickly it will spread with social media at the moment, like. Yeah. Well, the only way I see players, you know, stopping from those activities is severe punishments that includes, you know, being kicked out of a team or something like that because clearly suspensions aren't working. Well, yeah. Threaten them with yeah. the loss of, you know, you, you don't want to be part of the team, then don't be part of the team. Yeah, it's fair. Idiot. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, yeah, if it gets to that point, it really does need to because be something like that big. I don't see it stopping when there's individuals who just don't want to hold themselves to, like, a high regard and they're just going to keep doing yeah. this stuff and what are you meant to do and at the yeah. end of the day it falls it falls back onto them they're the ones that need to be held accountable for their actions and not the club because it's not like they're just you know mucking around like jack watts was like doing coke well it wasn't uh, it apparently wasn't wasn't coke. It wasn't well cocaine, that's that's what they no, say yeah, didn't, they wasn't say. the first thing he did coke Oh, no, that was the news yeah, thing. The thing yeah. Is, yeah, the thing is... Well, like, Shane Mumford was doing coke. Ob- coke yeah. Obviously, they're not going to say it's cocaine. Like, <laughs> we're not saying they can't have a good time or, like, they yeah. shouldn't be doing... It's just yeah, but that's it's illegal. illegal. Anyway, it is illegal. It's illegal no matter what. It's like, if you're going to get filmed doing it, then fuck it. Don't do it. Yeah. And, like... Exactly. But it shouldn't matter who you are. If you're doing yeah. coke, like, this. You know, yeah, have video evidence of someone doing something illegal and nothing zero, has happened. Yeah, was was it Brian Lake at the races? Yeah, yeah but that was after. That was after. Yeah, yeah. That, that was after he was uh, done. Yeah, he was though, so. Yeah, but it's still doing so, coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's I don't not, get. It's it's an illegal drug. I'm not saying like he should be doing. it I'm just saying like, yeah, he is retired, but it's still not a good look. Yeah, yeah. I've, well, he's still a media personality for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, he does a lot of Fox Footy. Yeah, he does a lot. He's in rehab now, so. Well, yeah, that's yeah, fair reason as well. He had, a, he had a rough year last year. I mean, he yeah, the cocaine. Then what he did in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty bad. So pretty much our consensus is just players need to take action. Yeah, of what they're doing and yeah, and also if they don't take control of their own actions, yeah. the league needs to do something yeah. more. Like Nick Rivelt saying, yeah. needs to be harsher penalties. Was, yeah, have a, have a good time for God's sake. But you got to yeah, realize the difference between you're yeah. you're basically got the club the weight of the club on your shoulders you got the weight of the fans on your, on your shoulders have a good time but you need to know your limit and you need to know your boundaries mm. pardon the pun yeah like how like let's just throw an example out there like if i saw bont doing something like that i would be completely shattered like oh, my, yeah. my view of him would be completely yeah. in, the, in the in the like if you saw crips doing coke how would you feel you know, I wouldn't be completely off. <laughs> yeah, because you no, know, I'd, I'd, just be, I'd be disappointed because he's, you know, star player in the club right now. And and he's got such a bright... But yeah, like the view of Crips for you, you, you hold him in a light where he's like a champion player, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. and if you see him doing coke in the bathroom, like that's, it would, that's that, definitely that, going to... To me, that would be a sign damper of, it. of uh, worse things to come in his career. I think that's a yeah. bad... 
a bad sign. You know what? That's just a thing. If you see a player doing coke, it, their career is not going to... I don't know. You know no, what I'm I get you. I if get Cripps you. was doing coke now, I yeah. just feel like he wouldn't be as good as he could be. Yeah. <laughs> His career would go downhill. Yeah. Yeah, and I 100% agree with uh, harsher penalties because, you know, these players are doing this stuff with no... No, what's it called? It's like they're untouchable. Yeah, exactly. So that's why they're doing it. Yeah. So if they're like harsher penalties, like fines and even like suspensions or even yeah. getting delisted. Yeah. For example, yeah, then players well, might not do John this John DeGoey, for example, almost got delisted. Yeah. And that was a good action by Buckley. At the, the club. At yeah. the time. When, yeah. Thank God he didn't get yeah. delisted. At the time, he wasn't as important to your team. But if, say, it was a Cribs or a Bont, they're not going to delist them no matter no what. No way not going to happen because that's so detrimental to the team like it's even worse that's the reason why there's these you know that's why the reason why they're doing it because they're not going to nothing's going to happen to them maybe they dock their pay or something like that it needs to be it needs to be I I know it needs to be harsh but like delisting's not going to work because it's too detrimental to the club look imagine Carlton delist Patrick yeah exactly him snorting coke on the toilet seat at 2am in the revs or somewhere yeah, <laughs> that that basically resets all the progress you've made exactly. in the past, like three years, four years. Yeah. Yeah. But that also depends on the club if they want to set an example, saying we don't condemn any of this. Condone, it's condone. Good to, yeah. any of this. <laughs> we don't condemn it. Yeah. It's good. We do s- condemn it, but we don't condone it. <laughs> it's a good. It's good to set an example, yeah. but you don't want to go zero and twenty one in the bloody or zero and twenty two in the bloody season. Yeah, we weren't uh, far off last year, so. <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. And that was with Cripps. Yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like with without Cripps. Be, but I don't know why we're talking about Cripps. Cripps doesn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, Cripps doesn't, doesn't do it. Apologies to... Well, we don't know. If, you're out there, if you're out there listening to this by any chance, Paddy, we oh, apologise for using Keep you going. as an example. Keep oh, going, son. He definitely is, right? Yeah. He is. Definitely is what? Listening. Oh, yeah, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. I thought so. Yeah. Of course he is. Anyway, that's the end of the uh, podcast. You know who else is listening? Who? Our two donators, Harry and Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Someone else get on it, please. I love those guys. There's still four spots Top left people. in the sideline league. And uh, Harry and Gav are going to be very disappointed with all of you if uh, if it ends up that randoms get into our league. Because win. if they win, they're not getting a sideline beanie, mate. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. So You don't want Gav on your back. <laughs> won't end well for you. So all they need to do is sign into Patreon. Sign into Patreon. A, just email, password. Plug in your payment details. One dollar. And then you can, can if you, do, you want. Can you do fifty cents? No, that's a dollar. Okay. It has to be minimum a dollar. But Please. like most people, if they see a dollar on the ground, they might pick it up. But also, if you I'll can't pay you in real life a dollar. Right? How's that sound? <laughs> no. <laughs> Should I take that back? Yeah. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's literally like twenty cents more than a soft serve, and you could end mm. up winning a beanie, which is going to cost us twenty bucks out of our out of our pocket. Yeah. So get on it. Um. I say this every week, but merch is coming soon. We're still not finalised, like, all the designs and everything, but you'll that'll be coming soon. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you later. See you later. See ya. See ya.